Welcome everybody to the last episode of Beyond the Box Set, or the first episode of Beyond the Box Set Reviews, depending on how you think of this. Mm. How do you think of this, John? Well, this is our last movie review episode for a, for the foreseeable, but yes. that being said, I think it's more likely that we'll do more of these in the future, very much off and on, probably not yeah, regularly. Yeah. You know, if we see a movie we like, you know, mm. maybe around Oscar season, we might do a few of these. So these might, hopefully these will come back every now and again, just when mm. we have something we want to talk about. So, uh, but for the, for, certainly for a little while, because uh, you, you are now overdue to have a baby. 41 weeks tomorrow. You look every week, David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, so yeah, this is our last one for, I think like this is a good, good film to, to end Close on. on. Definitely. This yeah. is, this is something for you in particular, this feels like a bit of a full circle moment, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, tell us what we're reviewing. Yeah. So this week, of course, is Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm -hmm. Uh, the third Tom Holland film slash the third. What's well, the second Spider-Man three? Mm -hmm. The second Spider-Man three. The, the, <laughs> this is like an algebra puzzle. <laughs> it's the second one to get to three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what the like eighth overall? Three, uh, yeah. Five? Yeah. Oh wow, that was good. Nine, nine. including Spider-Verse. Yeah. Well, I, I will definitely include Spider-Verse. So yeah, nine, I guess yeah. nine. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Um, so I mean, this is a silly question because I was I saw your beaming face as we uh, left <laughs> the cinema. But what did you think? This was. This is a 10 out of 10 movie. Wow, okay. This made you very happy. Yeah. yeah this, I mean, it's a lot of fan service, mm -hmm. but it's done so well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's trying to be fan service. So it's absolutely not like, it is. It's not making any secret of the fact that that's what it is. It no. is the most fan service movie I think I've ever seen, but in a good way. So. Yeah. Would you say more so than Endgame? Hmm. I think yes, because the stakes are lower. <laughs> okay, sure. You know what I mean? Like Endgame yeah. was like, had so much pressure on it, but it both in the film's narrative, it was like, if this, you know... It's an end of universe scenario kind of thing. Mm. And also because it was what so much had been building to this mm -hmm. entire portion of the MCU had been building to. Whereas this, yes, there's a lot of anticipation for it and it would have been. But it also feels that like nobody was asking for it. Like, there was no build up for it. Yeah. Like, it was it, like, hey, what if we made this? I mean, as it turns out, this film is doing phenomenally well. Really? Money. Yeah. I mean, it was always going to make money, <laughs> but it's especially considering it's COVID. Like mm. it's the third highest grossing first week of any film apart from the two avengers films like even wow. not including covid stuff so it's done phenomenally well but this film didn't like need to be the biggest film of all time you know mm. what i mean like endgame needed to be that mm. big if yeah you know, so, I know what you mean. so i feel like yeah. this is just there's, there's there's a lot less like weight on this it's just kind of yeah. like fun it's a lot of fun but, but also, also a lot of fan service but also I mean, it depends how you define fan service mm. um do you think this film makes much sense without having seen the other Spider-Man films? Well, I haven't really. I've seen... See, see Dan, because I, I expected this view. Like, you've probably seen, I'm going to guess before I ask you, the Tobey Maguire ones about when they came out, maybe once more since. Mm -hmm. And maybe just the first two. And I doubt you've watched an Andrew Garfield one. And then I imagine that's quite similar to how Endgame, you sort of kind of watched some of the Marvel films, some of the more recent ones some of them when they came out 10 years ago yeah pretty much that's pretty much spot on so i'd seen one and two with toby Maguire. didn't mm -hmm. see an andrew garfield and then i think yeah, i have seen all the uh, tom holland ones so yeah 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 oh, i forgot about tom holland <laughs> <laughs> he's not really in this much kind of a side <laughs> character really yeah. um yeah so like to compare the two like so you've not so you hadn't seen all the films leading up to endgame or mm -hmm. all the films leading up to this but which one do you think kind of 
worked more as a single story. Hmm. I enjoyed them both. I feel like I just enjoyed the spectacle of Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there, there was enough of build up in the ones that I had seen that I, I had a basic idea of what, you know, what, what, what yeah. the premise was. Uh, but like I said, it's hard to compare because this one was just a, so much lighter and more fun. So, mm. I mean, there was a lot of the, there was a lot of stuff in this that, yes, having not seen all those ones, I was like, oh, this is a callback to something I yeah. don't really know. But also, <laughs> not, nothing that's they're not that complicated of films, you know. No, no. Like when Andrew Garfield, so huge spoilers. First of all, biggest spoiler <laughs> of them all. Switch off now. Andrew Garfield and Toby McGuire are in this movie. Oh my god, huge, huge spoiler. <laughs> But um, yeah, second spoiler is that there's a scene where Andrew Garfield saves Zendaya from falling. Yes. And then he stands there and he's crying. And yes. I was having not seen any of his films, yeah. I was like, oh, I bet he didn't save his Mary Jane or yeah, whatever yeah. she was called in that film. So, yeah. Yes. And we showed you afterwards. You did, yes. And there was a whole, there was quite a, quite a uh, controversial debate between Harry and his wife about uh, the exact nature of Gwen Stacy's death. But, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, listeners, you don't write in, but if you were to write in, just think to yourself, did Gwen Stacy die because... He caught her around her belly and so snapped her back when, like, the string went taut. Or is it because he caught her too late and the back of her head smashed against the floor? Mm-hmm. Or is it both? Yeah. There, there was a heated debate and we had to rewatch the scene several times to be sure. And I won. You did win. I think we agreed in the end that you would. I mean, how could it be any other way? <laughs> Why would you challenge me? I know, yeah. It it's, like make you, any sense. it's like you're challenging her on Lady Gaga knowledge. Yeah. You know? It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. So... I mean, first of all, of the three Spider-Men, yes. who, who is your preferred, not necessarily just in this film, but just in, in the grand scheme of things, which of the three do you think is your preferred Spider-Man? Now, I'm going to go with the common answer for this, which is a, a, a slightly weird one. I prefer Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, okay. but I prefer Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why, why so? Uh, I feel like the, when, when Tom Maguire is... Well, in the in the Tom Maguire films, the Spider-Man really just feels like a stunt double. Mm-hmm. Because of the, I guess because it's older and they didn't have as much, you know, they weren't as able to do as much. Yeah, and and, and so I guess that he probably was a stunt double for a bit mm-hmm. more of it. Yeah, and in in the Andrew Garfield ones, it feels a bit more like Andrew Garfield, like he's got the same energy. Yeah, and it's a bit more of a hyperactive, you know, kind of like sort of a Deadpool-like kind of thing, mm-hmm. where it's all a bit of a nod and a wink and yeah. Um, he, he's having fun, whereas Tobe Maguire is just constantly emotional. Yeah, he's a bit of an emo Spider-Man, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which kind of works for the Peter Parker element of it. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's of those two. I, I'm, to be honest, I was going to say, is Tom Holland dead last on both? Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really sure where I, where I land on Tom Holland. I think I I really do like his Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's just so different that it's, it's a little difficult to compare because he is so naive that's mm. that's basically his his one character trait yeah he's he tracks a lot younger and i felt like this movie in particular then it really felt like this was the movie where spider boy became spider man yeah you know i mean i feel like that's kind of the, the unspoken subplot of this is that this yeah. is him growing up yes like, i mean in many ways because in the, the opening scene he's clearly like put on about a stone of muscle since the <laughs> since he was his last movie which picks up like the day this film narratively picks up the, the same day mm-hmm. but he's clearly a lot older and bigger but yeah that's just natural you know well some natural some just ridiculous gym stuff that hollywood people do but anyway (laughs) point is he's always trended a lot younger and i think like a lot of the narrative stuff in this film obviously with more spoilers aunt may dying Mm. and the decision he makes at the end of the film and to like not tell zendaya and Mm -hmm. to 
like walk away and, and let her live her own life, which I'm sure won't last because yeah. oh, Zendaya yeah. is obviously very popular with the fans. But well, still, they, they, like they, a... they've also left that a tad open because do you remember in the second one of his, he wanted to get that Black Dahlia necklace that he got in Venice or something. Not um, really, but go on. <laughs> well, that was a, that was the thing because you know he had this whole plan. He was going to kiss her on top of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, I do remember that. Okay, yeah. and like you know the plan didn't go well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he got this black dahlia necklace and he gave it to her eventually when they were in, L- in London. But it was broken, oh, and she right. was like, "I prefer it this way." Oh God! Yeah, it was awful. Um, <laughs> but at the end of this, when she's forgotten about him, she's still wearing that necklace. Ah, okay. So there's, I mean, there's, there's, so, that, so that's just they're in. Yeah. It's, it's like they can go either way with it when they. Yeah. But there's to no be. way that they're just going to be like, oh, when. He never saw Zendaya again because she's she's too popular. Yeah, know? they don't yeah. do that in these movies. And but. like, also they gave Ned like a brand new thing this this film, just like he's magic now. So like, are they just gonna? Well, they're not. They're not just gonna leave that. No. Um, but also, I don't know what they can do because he is a Sony character. Mm-hmm. Like Marvel don't own him, so it's a it's a, it's a weird one. Yeah, I was thinking anything they what? want to do with like having him train with Doctor Strange that mm. re- requires another deal to be made with Sony. I didn't realise like, that. Yeah, okay. and, it, and it's like, well, you're going to make a deal just for Ned? Because he's not that big of a character. Like, no, no, no. It took him ages to make a deal for... So is, is Ned not in the other MCU movies, though? Uh, as part of the deal that Tom Holland was in to the Avengers movies, Ned had a small appearance in Infinity War and Endgame. Okay. But that's it. Okay, I mean, the, the world's not really crying out for more Ned. Yes, no. they're giving him something to do, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay, so the other big thing about this movie is, of course, it's a big old greatest hits, not just of the two, of mm-hmm. the three Spider-Men, but also the the villains. Mm-hmm. So again, I'll ask you, before, not counting what they do in this film, just purely before this film, who was your favourite Spider-Villain? Mm, before this film, what, you mean of the Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield eras? Any of them. Are, I mean, I guess this one is mostly concerns bringing like, back all I, villains. Because like, I think I'd really like Jake Gyllenhaal's... Mysterio. Mysterio okay, ex- yeah. excluding him, just the ones who come back for this one, though. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Although he was a lot of fun. And he, he kind of does... Even though Jake Gyllenhaal is only in this film in archive footage, he doesn't have any new scenes. He, he's, you know, he, he's the reason for all of this happening. So, mm, yeah. you know, he does play his part. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, probably Doctor Octopus. Doc Ock, yeah. Yeah. Either that or the Green Goblin, mm-hmm. but it, it's between those two, definitely. Oh, that's good because, as, as I say, my memories of them are very, very slim, if not, mm. if not barely existent. But like on this film, they were the, definitely the two that got the most screen time. Yeah, you know, well, Sandman and Lizardman were kind of just there, really. And Jamie Foxx got some stuff to do. Yeah, like so, it's the the Sandman was from Spider Man Three, mm-hmm. where they also did um, James Franco as New Goblin, and mm-hmm. they did Venom. Yeah. It was a lot. And I think it would have been very confusing for them to put Venom in. Yeah. And they didn't want to get Jimmy Franco back for... Obvious reasons, God, yeah. God knows why. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they just... Because they kind of needed to tick something off from Spider-Man 3, because that's the way they wrote this. Mm-hmm. They went with Sandman, and he's fine. Yeah. Is he not it's, like the principal villain in Spider-Man 3, though? Or is it all just kind of mixed up as one? It's all mixed up as one. It's weird. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's it's still a good film, and it rounds off the trilogy, but it's not all about the villains, and mm-hmm. there are three villains. So is James Franco's young goblin, is he supposed to be Willem Dafoe's goblin's son? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because they don't really mention, because he gets probably the most the most to do, the Green he, Goblin, but they don't really talk about him having a son who may be dead or alive. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he, at one point he, in this, Willem, D- Willem Dafoe does say, my son or something like that. Oh, does like he? That. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's a very brief mention, but I think they just kind of want to, they don't want to, let fans sort of latch on and be like, give us, give us, give us Harry Osborn. Yeah. Because then they've got to cast James Franco. Well, they could have recast him. Yeah. It probably I, would have been I, a, a, an extra one too many. I guess, but a recasting is quite, would be very confusing in a film like this. Yeah. I guess if everyone else is coming back and playing their same yeah. characters. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, the lizard from the Amazing Spider-Man one, mm-hmm. very boring. Yeah, he he was the least in this one as he well. Has nothing to do. Like yeah. it it's it's weird because like at the start when Doctor Strange goes and like tells Peter to go and catch them all. Doctor Strange has already caught the lizard off screen. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I feel like a lot of the lizard <laughs> stuff was caught. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he's not a very interesting villain at all. Fair so enough. Yeah. That's the reason why. Jamie Foxx was pretty good in this. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of him. I would have, And I would have liked him to look a bit more like his original look. Mm. With a big gap tooth and a comb over. and Yeah, because he just looks fly as fuck in this one. Yeah. Like, you, you wouldn't think he was some had some sad, sad, nerdy... Backstory, no. yeah. Like it, it's. I think it's the only thing this film kind of did wrong was mm-hmm. that. So the plot is that they need to heal all these, uh, heal, cure all these villains. Of I think heal's probably more accurate. Sure. They're like emotionally healing them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Of of their various you know evil superpowers and whatnot. Mm. Um. And, you know, they talk about it with all the villains first because it's it's weird how they managed to do it. And they n- he never really says, like, oh, I don't want to go back to how I was, like being an absolute nerd who nobody knew existed. Mm-hmm. And it's just never really... Because that was his whole thing in the Andrew Garfield fil- films. Mm-hmm. And he was the best thing in those films. Yeah. Um, as was... the nerd and as the villain. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's, the, it's the one character. But, like, it's the nerd who, when he falls into a vat of electric eels... Yeah. But I'm assuming he comes back as like cool and, Jamie Foxx. And then he comes back as Electro, but he's just blue and like made of electricity. Oh, okay. So this is a complete makeover for him then, yeah. This, this new yeah. like because it's basically just Jamie Foxx with But now he can just shoot Jedi a beam powers. Of, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so that's not really how it was. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, that, that that might just be a Jamie Foxx thing. You know, it's been like, I don't want to be that again. Yeah, but it's it's kind, it's of, shame, it's kind yeah. of because he came off well in that film. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's not like it was an embarrassing or as far as I can tell, it's not like it was an embarrassing role for him. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, but, yeah. So, I don't know. It was good. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very good. Um, yeah, so in this film, what, what did you think of the, the Spider-Man? Like, the, the dynamic between the three Spider-Man? The and dynamic Batman? was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I've, it's very always pl- a pleasure to go into a cinema screening when there's cheering. And yeah. Even though everyone obviously must have seen it. I, on, I completely didn't think about it. Yeah. About how, like, this is, you know, we watched it on day two, I think. and. Mm. I was like, okay, well, there's going to be a movie where there's cheering and stuff because it's that kind of you know, fan service films. They do that. I do, think people don't cheer at many films. Not in the in UK. Me- in America, it's a- much more of a, like in America, certain cinemas often are a lot more raucous. But in the UK, you really have to work for a cheer. Mm. I do remember, I think the only cheer in, I might be remembering this wrong, but in Endgame was when the he picks up the hammer. Or maybe there was loads. But I remember there was one where he picks up the hammer and it's either a cheer or a gasp. And I was, I remember that, I was like, I don't get it. Because <laughs> that, that, that was like, whoosh. But this one, I was like, yes, I understand why people are cheering because it's Andrew Garfield. Great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, the filmmakers did well to make Andrew Garfield the first reveal. Mm. Because imagine if it wasn't. Imagine if it was like, oh, Tobey Maguire, oh my God. And oh, Andrew Garfield here too. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, 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 should, I should have a question. There's a when they all come into the same universe. Yeah. Like Andrew Garfield is reacting like this is the first. This is his first encounter with alternate universe Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But Tobey Maguire kind of references something like this has happened to him before. What was that all about? I don't know. Oh, that that wasn't a callback from another film or anything. No. Okay. I just thought that was weird. Yeah. yeah. But you, did you notice? Did you notice that as well? I don't think I did. I could swear, unless I'm misremembering, I could swear because Andrew Garfield was like, you know, really freaked out to be in a new universe and meeting mm. other Spider-Man. 
And so people were just kind of like, hey. <laughs> yeah, he didn't seem bothered. Yeah. Um, it's it, it, it's almost as though he wasn't he didn't really care so much about this role. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I take that back immediately because I really think that, thankfully, both of them really put their heart and soul into this in, oh, yeah. in, in, into these roles. No, none of them were half-assing it, no. even though Tobey Maguire is retired. Is he retired from acting fully? Well, I don't know. He's just not, he doesn't do he's, much. He's, yeah. he's not been in anything for a long time. So. Yeah, sure. Well, all the more reason to like appreciate this, really. You know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I'm glad he did. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I really enjoyed Andrew Garfield. He's and, my favorite. And and the villains, they like, well, the ones who were given anything to do. Yeah. They really did it. Oh sure. Yeah. I mean, you've got some great again, some great hammy character actors. You know, Willem Dafoe. You, you can always rely on him to be a mm. big old ham. Uh, who plays Doctor Octopus? Uh, Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. Same. Like these are these are actors who can do this kind of stuff and really like chew the scenery, and they were they really were. Yeah. So that that was that was great fun. Yeah. yeah. But I just really liked again having not seen Andrew Garfield ones. But I just felt there was a, so, so much like joy in his performance, mm-hmm. and I think because I've seen interviews with him talking about like after the fact mm-hmm. about how kind of heartbreaking it was for him to like get this dream role and then for the films to be so widely disliked and dismissed mm-hmm. and. Like, that's not his fault. I don't get the impression people thought he was... Like you said yourself, you liked aspects of how he played mm-hmm. Spider-Man, but the films just weren't very good, Yeah, uh, as apparently. I don't know. So, yeah, it felt, like, really joyous, and you could tell he was just really enjoying being able to come back and, like, put a nice little bow on something that was probably not mm. the most positive experience he's ever had in his career. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And it was just it was just really fun to have him. It was screen. great fun, yeah. And so, yeah, all three of them, they really worked well together. I liked that not one of them took the lead. Mm-hmm. Well, it's still Tom Holland's movie. It's just, it was still his movie, yeah, sure. But like in the scenes where it's all three of them, it's not all about just Tom Holland. No. Like he, he he's not the main Spider-Man or anything. Like they, they all seem to feel kind of even. And they differentiate between the subtleties of their different powers as well quite mm-hmm. like, quite nicely. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, there's a whole running joke about how Tobey Maguire physically fires web from his wrists, which yeah. the two find baffling. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting and baffling, yeah. <laughs> but like there's even when they're in the fight scenes, I felt like they were, they were quite subtly distinguishing how each one what their fighting styles would be kind mm. of thing so the, the 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 scene when you know they start the fight on the statue of liberty and they're not doing it very well and then they all stop and they're like we don't know how to work as a team and tom Holland's like i know how to work as a team mm. and then they just work as a team mm. at that point that was that was as good for me as when they did the avengers assemble moment in endgame yeah <laughs> when like the three of them are just like, you know, thwipping their webs. And at one point, Tom Holland just like whips the other Spider-Man and throws them like in front of him. And they just, they're just all working together. And I was like, oh, this is, this is the peak of this movie. This mm-hmm. is great. <laughs> it was oh. worth it. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm really glad. Like, I'm glad and it was, it was really worth as well. Me and Louise watched all five Spider-Men leading up to this. Oh, she's a lucky woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, she did like, she enjoyed the first three, the Tom yeah, Maguire she, ones. Mm-hmm. She didn't much enjoy the Andrew Garfield ones, but like I did say, yeah, these ones are not as good. Yeah. And they are longer. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> sorry. Two strikes already. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, she still watched them. And she has said since, like, so glad that we watched all five of those movies. To give yourself that context. Yeah, because yeah. then, like, it's just, it is way more rewarding when you get to a film like this. Sure. And so that's why this film is a really good fan service film, because it just rewards you for going through some of the shit that you got to get through. Oh, sure. And I'm sure there were loads of other Easter eggs that I did miss, but they didn't impact my enjoyment of the film at all. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. what do you rate it out of 10 i'm gonna give it a a nine mm-hmm. just because like like i said i don't have the full context i'm never gonna love these as much as you and I, if i have one teeny complaint and it is teeny it is that there is a formulaic element for me like what the mcu does incredibly well is cast these incredibly charismatic actors and mm-hmm. create really fun setups but it does 
I have noticed that the second halves do tend to kind of just all end up kind of the same. It's always just a bunch of CGI. I know you really enjoyed the fight scenes and stuff, mm-hmm. but like, so it, it, the, the second half was a, a touch um, run of the mill for me, but mm-hmm. still, yeah, a, a strong nine. It's, it, for what it is, it's definitely one of the best ones I've seen and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was a little bit too long at the end, but you know, what are you going to do? Nah. No. Uh, that coffee shop scene was a bit draggy. Yeah. But it, it had that Lord of the Rings Return of the King syndrome of like four false endings before the end. Because they had yeah. the, the coffee shop, they had the graveside without May, they had, you know, they, they had a bunch of stuff. But it's also the end of a very successful trilogy. Oh, sure, yeah. No, I don't and begrudge like, them it. They, yeah. need, you know, they, they need to give time to sort of wrap things up a little bit and, you know, just see where the characters are going mm-hmm. um, without doing that thing that franchises always do when they finish, which is like, here's five years later, here's where all the characters are. Yeah, that's like, true. Every franchise, when it finishes, does that time jump and it's really, that's formulaic. True, true, true. Um, and they can't push Tom Holland into being in his thirties. You know, no, no, and and also like they're not done with it, but yeah, they are close. Yeah, they're going to bring trilogy. it back. So yeah, so, yeah. Um, no, I'm sticking with my ten. Cool, no, that's fine because I absolutely love that. I cannot wait to watch it again. I would go and see it in the cinema again, but I'm locking down. Yeah. Um. So yeah, ten out of ten. Excellent. Well, I'm glad that we ended on such a high note. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't end on a well, I guess yeah. six and a half, maybe a seven. Yeah, yeah, ending on the Eternals would have been a bit like meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Ending on yeah. old or something like meh. Yeah. Uh, great. So thank you very much, listeners. We've already done all our like, you know, big goodbyes on our main episode. But mm-hmm. um if you are, you know, if you want to keep stay in touch with us, please do, you know, we're still on the socials, but also stay subscribed because we may well be back for one off episodes of, of this shorter review format here and there. So yeah, stick around and we will uh hopefully hear from you again but um, if you're not listening to this on the beyond the box set reviews channel please do go and search for beyond the box set reviews wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe and then you can well look through this entire back catalog of 160 episodes or whatever Mm. it is and uh yeah when we do get around to doing some more films probably during the oscar season which is coming up very soon i believe Mm -hmm. um and this is where this is where those films will be. Yes. Oh, and also, oh, it just occurred to me that most of you are listening to this on our Patreon. Feed, that's, what, so. that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just so yeah, this. Oh, don't worry, we're not going to keep taking money for nothing. So oh, we're, we're going to we're shutting down the Patreon. <laughs> but yeah, make sure you're either subscribed to the the main channel beyond the box set or to beyond the box set reviews. Either way, we'll future review episodes will go on those channels, so mm-hmm. you won't miss us. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening and um, stay safe, stay healthy. And yeah. we'll see you again in the future. Thanks, everybody. See you Amazing. later. Bye. Bye. Let's go beyond, beyond the box set.